You are listening to the Workbench After Hours podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to the Second Amendment, where we talk about firearms, everything going on in the gun community, and we even try a different whiskey every week. On this week's episode, we debate, do you need training to own a gun? And while we're doing this, we're trying 10 cup tenure. So sit back and relax. Welcome to episode number 98 of the Workbench After Hours podcast. Chris is back with us. He's feeling good, rested, energized. And Marie had such a good time last week, <laughs> she joined the podcast. It might have been the fact that I'm going to play devil's advocate that she wanted to be on for that because <laughs> we all know how Chris is set in his ways, so she probably wanted to just be amused. But <laughs> I like to see Chris riled up. It's funny. Yep. But before we get them all worked up, Chris, what are we drinking this week? We are drinking 10-cup, 10 10-year 10 bourbon. So instead of their, I don't know what the original one is, is it four-year, five-year? Uh, yeah, probably four or five. Yeah, so this that. is a 10-year <laughs> And it's, yeah, aged for 10 years from the mountains of the Rocky Mountain water. So bottled at 5,000. My mom calls that Coors Light. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Rocky Mountain piss water. The good blue. <laughs> My beer's blue. It's cold. It's good. We liked the tin cup we had. Yeah, we did. And I think we had the rye too, right? Uh, I believe so. We had that. And we liked both of those. So I'm like, well, the 10 years got to be better. You would think. So far, anything 10-year we've had has been really good. Yeah. Russell's Reserve 10-year, Eagle Rare 10-year, the Jack Daniels 10-year. We haven't had that on the podcast, but we had it off. It was really good. So we'll see what this one is. The mash bill is two-thirds corn, one-third rye, aged in white American oak barrels for a minimum of 10 years before it's cut to proof with Rocky Mountain piss water. Hopefully it don't taste like this. Right? It's got a dark amber hue. What kind of kind of nose were you guys getting on that? I'm getting something sweet. Like a sweetness, like sugar candy. Yeah. To me, a little bit like of a spicy thing going on. Yeah, a little bit like peppery mm-hmm. from the oak, probably. Yeah. And then some sweet. Yeah. But it's not real sweet. What did we have last week? That was really sweet. I don't remember. Oh, uh, Blade and Bow. That, it had, was that good. We had we had Blade and Bow. Yeah. That was actually really good. All right. Let me know what you guys get on the palate, too. Because on the nose, they were saying cinnamon, pine, honey, and freshly cut grass. <laughs> That's the first one. I don't. I got the honey, like, initially before you even said anything. The, the lawn clippings, I don't get that one. Thank God. Because... <laughs> That has a distinct <laughs> smell I'm not a fan of. I definitely found the cut on my lip. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> a little burn there. It's like, ooh. You know, it says like cinnamon's the first one on there. Honestly, I'm getting more of a vanilla caramel kind of mash there instead. Yeah. yeah. That's probably where the honey flavor's coming in, but. Maybe that's the sweetness we're smelling. Like who, the honey. who came up with the freshly cut grass in this? Like, I'm not. I don't smell any fresh cut grass. No. Unless what type of grass are they talking about? It is <laughs> <Right>? Colorado. <laughs> right? So would you guys get Not on the would you guys get on the palette and finish there? I got definitely oak. A little bit of that spiciness probably from the rye. There's not really a flavor like front. It's like mostly it's, the back end. Yeah, it's an aftertaste kind of thing. Yeah. And but that's where you get the peppery and it is spicy on the gums. Yeah. Yeah, it's not as flavorful as I thought it would be. Like it's still good, but it's not like like yeah. a lot coming at you at once. It So it says sweet pepper, leather, and raisins. I'm kind of seeing that leather a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. 
I'm glad I don't taste the raisins. <laughs> and then finish is the caramel and biscuits. Definitely get the caramel. I don't know about biscuits. Biscuits? Like, are we talking English biscuits here or what? Man, they must have been like high as hell doing this stuff. When that's I, not, like I mean, all of these notes, I'm like, what? Where where did that come from? That's what they say directly on their website. So that's <laughs> that's coming straight from the people that. Well, they are in Colorado. Where it's legal, so. (laughs) Were were you eating the special biscuits while you were coming up with the flavor profile? You know how we're always saying, you know, I don't know what a tobacco leaf tastes like. I can definitely, I know what leather smells like, obviously, and I I think I do get that leather. Yeah, I get a leathery taste to it. Well, it's still good, though. It's not too, like, you don't get that burn in your chest kind of a thing going on, and it's not super spicy. You don't get a whole lot of oakiness to it either. Oh, I definitely, get some oak. Definitely a lot different than the Jack Daniels in here for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's because they mixed it with, they cut it down with that Rocky Mountain piss water is our problem. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's high. It's high on life. Certainly doesn't taste like Coors Light. No. Right. It's, it's, it's good. I'm you not know, saying it's bad. for most of the 10 years, too, that we've drank, I think that's really light compared to most of our 10 years we've drank. That's got a lighter color. It's more of a honey and compared to, like, Eagle Rare and the Jack Daniels. It's, like dark yeah i would say this is my least favorite tenure as far as like yeah being excited about it and this is just kind of like eh. yeah it's there it's all right i i would prefer i almost think you get more going on with russell's tenure oh yeah for which sure. is depending on where you find it a little bit cheaper this is about 54 bucks yeah depends on russell's and how much they want to i found it for. for 39 today i, I saw, saw it for that i saw it for 50 again and i was like jesus yeah that's but I did find a bottle of Eagle Rare when I was in Phoenix last week and paid MSRP. It was amazing. I bet. 44 bucks. I'm like, sold. (laughs) (laughs) What? How many can I get? (laughs) Yep. And I found E.H. Taylor. Yeah. Small batch. I've been looking for that. That's, I haven't seen it anywhere. So I saw that. I'm like, I'm I'm buying that. Yeah. (laughs) And I finally found another bottle of Blanton's. (sighs) Man. Where he's like, yeah, I don't care. I don't get to drink any of it. Yeah. I don't. Unless she's on here. She's mm-hmm. like, well, <laughs> that is a perk. Um, yeah, but he forgot that you can bring back a lot more alcohol in your suitcase if it's a domestic flight, whereas if it's international, you can only bring back like two bottles per suitcase. He's like, you can bring back like five liters. I'm like, I know. You should have taken another so suitcase. Where's the, where's the five liters? I know. That's why I was like, man, I want to bring back more. But then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, yeah, five liters. So, I, well, I ended up. The place I found those at ended up selling out of everything. So I bought the last bottle of Blanton's. That was my third one that I bought. And I'm like, eh, I don't need anything else. That suitcase is getting pretty dang heavy. And plus, we <laughs> got don't like, break. Please don't break. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, our, our vendors gave us like these big uh, container cup thingies yeah. uh, that we had, had a fit in there, too. So I was running out of room real, <laughs> real fast. So, but yeah, um, it's good. We'll see what it tastes like on the rocks. I definitely yeah. think it's going to weaken the flavor and stuff yeah i was a little concerned about that drinking this because i'm like well it already the flavor is not in the front at all it's all an aftertaste so i'm like what's this gonna do on the rocks like is it is it gonna taste like i, I had a drink that has been sitting for about 45 minutes i don't know i mean you don't have to have a uh, have i think to, it'll sweeten you it up keep it neat if you want to i oh. like my drink you want to pass though. that bottle i'm gonna fill myself back up again all right so Moving on to the gun topics of the week. And the cool thing about Tin Cup is you get all these shot glasses. <laughs> Not that I've ever used one. <laughs> like, when's the last time you took a shot of whiskey? Uh, <laughs> never. Like, actually, like, I don't, I can't do shots anymore. Hmm. No. 
But just kidding, I do. Just <laughs> <laughs> shots of fireball and Oof. pickle stuff. Pickle oh whiskey. yeah, I was I was drinking my pickle vodka last uh, week. It was I was like double fisting it though. I mean, and I was just like bam, 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 rapid fire with Christmas <laughs> gift ideas. Like, all right, <laughs> just lubricate me up. I've got all sorts of grand ideas. <laughs> so, <laughs> got a some interesting topics I want to talk about with you guys. <laughs> so first one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the first one I want to talk about, kind of not the main topic of the podcast, but something I wanted to bring up and kind of ask your opinion. We all know what Chris is immediately is going to be. Uh, we'll ask him anyway. We'll go first with Chris. But so I always hear, especially at gun shows like this last one, I always you always hear people saying it's your God given right to own a gun. Like it's my God given right to own the gun, to, to have a gun and all this stuff. I heard it several times at the gun show. You say it all the time on the podcast and stuff like that. But if you think about that statement, like, is it really, are you born with that right to own a gun? If you're in the USA, hell yeah. Yes. So in America, we have the Constitution. It yep. comes with the Second Amendment. But if you're born in, say, Australia. Then no. Then no. So That's why I'm not there. That's or, not <laughs> your God-given right. That's your constitutional right after yes. becoming an American citizen. Yeah. So I think... If you're born in America, that statement's kind of true. But if you're born elsewhere, fortunately or unfortunately, depending how you see it, that statement's not true at all. Yeah. I was actually talking to Mason about this this, tonight at dinner. Uh Uh-huh. We were talking about the War of 1812, and he's like, Dad, America had more guns than British. And I go, yeah, we did. And we still do. You know why? He goes, no. I was like, you learned about the Constitution? Yeah. I was like, you ever heard of the Second Amendment? No. Like, you have the right to bear arms. They're that, not going to teach that one in school. Well, they will eventually, but... <laughs> they'll, they'll briefly discuss it and yeah, move on. Yeah, but I was like, you're an American citizen. You were born in the USA. You are allowed to have a gun. That's your born right as being an American citizen. Being born here in the USA, that is your born so right. So that, that should be more geared to, like, clarify that when people say that is, like, born... An my God-given right to own a weapon... But that only applies if you're an American, born yeah. so in America. Say you're American, God given right. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's don't give well, them yeah. room to interpret it, okay? I was like, it but then be? I was like, and I also explained to him, like, if you get in trouble, they could take that right away from you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and he's yeah. like, What? What do you mean? I was like, You get in trouble, like say you get a felony, you don't know what that is, but you'll learn about it later in life. Or if you do something bad, they'll take that right away from you and you can't ever own a gun. And he's like, oh, I never want to get in trouble. I was like, yeah, no one does. Yeah. Well, unless you're in California and you decide yeah. to steal anything that's under $900. You know why they do that, right? Because of uh, yeah, anything, we're actually, over, anything over 1000 is considered a felony. Yeah. It used to be 500 which I think they should go back to. We're going to talk about that. That's Inflation, part of next, Chris. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? I think that kind of is part of that. But we talked about that whole thing on a podcast. Yep. Um, yeah, that... Keep that thought. That's kind of goes into our next <laughs> subject. Um, so, yeah. Do you think as like just being a human, no matter what country you're born in, should it be a God-given right or a right you're born with? Like, should every human being have that same right, no matter what country you're born in? Politically? Oh, silence. Politically? Wow. I, I, I thought you would immediately say yes. Well, no, I it, think it comes it down to, to the governing body of that country. Yeah, that and the culture of that country, too. Yeah. 
So you don't think everybody in North Korea should own a gun? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> Scare the shit out of me. <laughs> I mean, I think like a lot of these, like communism, uh, they shouldn't like that's. But that, governments also change over time. They do. So if we've been raised pretty much our whole time as American citizens right. about gun ownership and things like that, just like overseas, their drinking age is a lot lower. And they're explaining to their kids at a younger age that, hey, this is, drink responsibly. This is how you do it. And that's why they got 13-year-olds out overseas drinking. And they could probably out drink all of us and still be more responsible than most of us. So I think it's also a cultural fact that we're not thinking about because we've just been – it's been used to us for over two, 300 years that it's been instilled in us and we were adapted to it and just like the other countries. So and They're constantly trying to take it away. Yep. All right. Did Murray, you kind of agree with that or do you have a different? Um, for, for all countries, do I think it's a God given right? No, because I think that it, you know, I'm, I'm American. I was born in the U S this, this was written in laws in the constitution before I was ever a twinkle in anybody's eye. Now I can't say the same for Australia was the example you said, um, for Russia or anything like that, because do I know their specific European history? No, I don't. Do they have laws mandating who can hold firearms? Sure, but that's the way that they've written their stuff, and we have ours the way that we've written stuff, and I, I like us better, which probably <laughs> well, scares the shit out of, of a lot of countries. Of course you're going to say that, but, you know. but then you got all the other countries that, that hate us and stuff like that, too. Oh, we're big, fat, and stupid. Well, well that, too, and, like, <laughs> other countries are teaching kids to do things that we would never teach our kids to do. But also every country's history book is different. Yeah. I mean, technically, we kind of took this land over. Stole it. Yeah. So it depends on who you ask and what part of history, too. The Native Americans probably like, yeah, I would have loved to have a gun. Yeah. Um, well, they did. They just turned them in. The government killed them for it. <laughs> well, we brought, we, brought, we brought the guns over. Yeah. Now, the only thing we gave them was smallpox. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, you know, technically, if you go back that it's far, look at it. I mean, kind of the same thing. We were originally run by, you know, Britain. So yeah. that's guess, why we have the Second Amendment. Yeah, I guess you guys, government. It could decide. It could depend on what part of history you want to go back to, and I guess maybe the current state of government at that time. But it's always changing. Yeah. Luckily, American our government's lasted what two hundred yeah. some years versus you know a hundred years, fifty years, right. thirty years, depending on which countries you're in. Mm-hmm. Like Russia government's always changing. Yep. So it, I guess, yeah. So at that point, it's not a God-given right, whether you believe in God or not, whatever your God is or whatever, it's a, uh, it would basically be your humanitarian right, I guess would be a better term or just your, your, you're an American, your right. American of, right. Yeah. So it should just be, my, it's my American right. Yeah. Yeah. Not my God-given right. Well, I guess God-given because you were born, born in here. the yeah. U.S. But yeah, it's just funny when I hear people say that and I'm like, well, I guess, yeah, here, but not yeah. everywhere. You could also respond to that and be like, bold of you to assume I believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people say it differently, you know, but that's kind of the common thing. Is my God-given right or American right would be a more. Yeah, because a lot of our traditions and everything is based off Christianity, so. Yeah. 
they well, go hand in hand with the Constitution. So well, that and that's why they they came over here from mm-hmm. England was to keep up their Catholic rights because they were moving to Protestants because of the Church of England so that King Henry VIII could get a divorce. Yeah. Yeah, she watches all that stuff. <laughs> Super nerd. <laughs> yep, she is. All right, so I just wanted to ask that question and see. I I honestly thought Chris would have said, yes, that should be a God-given right with everybody. I was surprised that there was that much silence. And well, it wasn't they're like, that they, was a that, pregnant that, that pause. Was, yeah, that was, that was a hard to, thing to think about like because you could answer it so many different ways. Right. I was like, oh, my God, am I going to answer before him? <laughs> also, they're thinking, like, okay, how can I say this? Right. <laughs> PC people aren't trying to find me yeah. to come kill me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Black Friday was not too long ago, and Black Friday is always great. Obviously, for there's a lot of gun sales, gun stuff that goes on sale. I was more gear-related this year, but did a whole <laughs> shotgun studio podcast on that. But if you're into guns, I mean, there were some great deals – PSA was having the dagger for like 250 which yeah. is awesome. And so no surprise, this year was a record number of gun sales on yeah. Black Friday. It don't say. It it seems to get higher and higher every year, which is awesome, wow. right? We support that. Awesome. Crazy. But with that, I mean I I would assume a lot of those are current gun owners that are just buying more guns. But also, I'm sure there were a lot of new gun owners, like yeah. people buying guns for the first time with everything going on. We've talked a lot about going back to California, how the and other Democratic run cities that were all um, the anti-police, defund the police, yeah. and the whole thing with California and how they did that thing to where anything under a thousand dollars isn't. You're basically not going to get processed prosecuted for it yep gun gun to get a gun in california is very difficult they keep trying to make it even more difficult so now you have all these people crime rates super high we talked about that they want everybody to use air horns now to (laughs) deter crime which doesn't work but now you're seeing it like a lot more crime (laughs) yeah it it was stupid you're deaf now bye (laughs) i'm gonna sue you yeah they're like oh if you see a neighbor getting robbed or something just blast the air horn it's going to get more people aware. No, that's not going to work. <laughs> Pretty sure we're, uh, I hear click, clack, boom. <laughs> I might be more aware. <laughs> it's like they say not to yell rape if you're being raped. Yell fire. More people will come. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I think rape's pretty serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So with all the, I'm sure gun ownership is going higher in those areas. There's a lot more Democrats, people that, you know, are like more Democratic side that own guns. There's actually a lot of Democrats that own guns. But they're more not as right wing as a lot of us. They want some sort of regulation, whereas talk to most Republican gun owners, they're, you know, anti-restrictions and stuff like that. Right. So with California and even Biden, you see all these crazy laws that they passed to where they want you to have a permit to just own a gun. Then they want you to have mandatory training to own a gun. And then you have to re-up that every so often. You have to, you know. They have to interview your spouse, close family members, exes, stuff like that. That was in a, a bill that we saw too. Yeah. Luckily, I mean, that stuff's not getting <laughs> passed, but that's what they're trying to pass. California is always trying to pass ridiculous stuff, but that's where people need crime or people need guns because the crime's going up. <laughs> so what would you guys think that 
since there's a lot of new gun owners out there and a lot of people that probably don't know how to use a gun or anything like that, should training be mandatory to own a gun? I think there there are some different things that need to go into account for that, like mental status. Like, is it on record that they're like a manic depressive with all these different episodes? Well, then they probably shouldn't even own a gun, first of all. But I don't think they should mandate it, but I do think they should make those kinds of resources available to brand new gun owners. Well, that, and I think too, like if someone's going into a gun store and they're brand new, they're going to be asking a lot of questions, you know? Maybe. Well, a lot of people get intimidated. Well, some people do, some don't. A lot of people be like, oh, this is my first gun. Well, then usually I've noticed that a lot of the people behind the clerk desk or whatever are going to sit there and show you, okay, this is how you properly hold a gun and make sure you always check that it's clear and safe. Like so, That didn't happen with me. Really? I bought my first gun, which I ended up, Micah took me to the shooting range and kind of showed me how to use a pistol. But then I went in and bought an AR because I wanted something for home defense. And they talked me into an AR over a shotgun. Me, I was super intimidated. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know a damn thing about guns. I kind of knew somewhat about pistols after the shooting I went to with him, but I knew nothing about ARs. And they were like, oh, you know, here's your bolt. Here's your bolt release, your charging handle. And then they're like, you want this, uh, the... Um, my ad lever, the bad lever for yeah. the, I'm like, I, I knew nothing, but I didn't <laughs> ask questions. I'm just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Tell me everything I need. And then I'm out of here. Yeah. I'll figure it out. So I did not ask questions. I didn't even know what the hell a bolt was when they were talking about yeah. that, anything. So uh, I think it's also depends on the person really. Yeah. But, but do you think someone like me that was too afraid to ask the questions, should it be mandatory for to train, and I guess training kind of depends. It I mean, depends on what the training is too. Like, are you are we talking about basic firearm safety? Are we talking let's about say something similar, going to the range and shooting? Let's say something similar to what you get you go through when you get your concealed carry training. Like, obviously, you get your basic safety training classroom. You get some basic range training, and then they go over some laws. I think that that would be very mm. beneficial. Yeah, to have it mandatory. I don't know if it I needs to be know, mandatory. I don't like that word mandatory. Like you, in order to buy a gun, like your first gun, you have to take, say, let's call it a basic safety course, right? You have to take that, and then that that is part of your first gun purchase. Once you take that, then you are done. Let's you say you don't ever twenty percent off coupon. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But uh, yeah, let's first let's, round of ammo. Yeah. <laughs> to make it to make it easy, because there's a bunch of factors that could come into play. In order to purchase your first gun ever, if you've never had one, you have to take this training, and then somehow we figure out a way that you know if you ever have another background check or paperwork, there's a way to prove that you've done it, or you get like a little permit thing, kind of a deal. like your hunter safety course, yeah, almost. See, and I Do don't, I don't like that word mandatory. I would say that they should strongly encourage it, kind of like. Uh, what is it? The driver's class that you can take in school. Driver's ed. Driver's ed. That's not mandatory. It is optional. It's helpful, but no. you can also learn on your own. I didn't take driver's ed. Neither did I. So that might offensive. answer a few questions. Yeah, I didn't take it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So probably, so you guys agree, more than likely no, but highly recommended. Yeah. Recommended. I think any kind of safety training is very recommended, Be especially since you said, you know, you didn't ask questions. One of the first things you taught me about firearms was, the smaller the gun, the bigger the recoil. 
mm-hmm. which my mind was blown. I thought, oh, great big gun. Like, that's really going to, like, beat the shit out of me. And you're like, no, it's the small one that's really going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's also, too, like, training. Now you got to have a mandate. Okay, what is required? Mm-hmm. And it's going to be different from state to state. There's no unity let's, on Let's it. say this is at a federal level, just to be across the board. Then, Make it easy. Then you got to train these people to how to train. And mm-hmm. hopefully they feel comfortable training. But do I want everybody mm-hmm. being a good shot? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I see your point. But you also don't want somebody who's brand new, doesn't know how to use a gun trying to defend themselves with that gun because they could miss their target. They're going to shoot some bystander or maybe shoot themselves because they don't know how to rock the slide and they all this stuff. They already do that, shooting the shit up in the air. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Charles Darwinism. Yeah. So <laughs> so currently. We talked about natural selection yeah. last yeah. time. <laughs> I'm a big believer in that. Because <laughs> currently if most, there's a lot of sanctuary states to where to even just carry a gun, like conceal carry a gun, you don't need a permit or anything. Now, when you cross state lines, then yes, that's when you need your concealed carry permit. See, there's there's that kind of gray area, you know, because a lot of people are like, oh, they recognize my state. Well, my state doesn't require. That's not the thing. that is that is very false. If you let, let's Kansas, Kansas allows you to conceal carry a gun without a permit. If you go over to Missouri, without that permit, you technically cannot conceal carry over there. Yeah, but if they say they. No, that only applies if you have the permit. But see, they don't say that. See, this that's is why the, that's the gray area. But even some states, even if you have a conceal and carry permit located in the state of Kansas, I think it's like Iowa or something like that, they don't recognize that. Yeah. You can Illinois. still get in like huge trouble. Yeah, yeah. So that's, and this is a, a thing that you learn in the conceal carry class yeah. that a lot of people assume that, but you don't know. The problem is you got a lot of states that are constitutional carry though. Right. But that applies if you're a, and if you live in that state, but how would you know that? Like, let's say I'm in the military, right? I'm stationed in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Technically, I they don't have a concealed carry. I can open carry that in that state. I don't have a ID saying I live there. I don't carry my orders with me twenty four seven. How are they going to know? It's actually a really good question. How are they going to know if you're that I'm a I'm a resident living there in Virginia? I'm sure they'll ask for your driver's license. But oh, I'm my He's permanent. got his military ID. I got my Th- military that- ID, and then my permanent resident was here in Kansas because I had a Kansas driver's license. This is my permanent home address. I don't but know. I'm stationed in Virginia. Things get a little wonky with uh, uh, see with the military ID stuff. Let's say let's <laughs> let's take that out of the out of play here. Okay, I just moved to Virginia. You're not at. Let's let's. I take- haven't. I just mm-hmm. got an apartment. Okay. I haven't got anything in my name yet. Haven't changed the mail, but I'm a resident. Of Virginia, let's say. Okay. Another state. He's becoming a resident of Virginia. Yeah. Just but moved there. Just okay. moved there. But you still have your Kansas driver's license. Yep. Because I haven't switched everything over yet. He's been there two days. Yeah. For context. Okay. Because California, by their laws, like some of their laws, like if you've been there for 10 days, you have to get your car legally smogged. Even though you're not a resident, but you've been there for 10 days. Are you going to comply to that? You're on vacation. I guess you... I would I would assume that they you would you would we have to reverse. <laughs> well, it's like if same thing though. If you move to Virginia from here, you can't go buy a pistol 
until you have that Kansas or until you get that Virginia license. Well, right. We weren't talking about purchasing. We're talking about the guns that you own. Yeah. But that would apply. Even though I'm now considered a Virginia resident. I and, just moved. Right. So and all my guns are with me. Well, that doesn't matter. It's actually carrying, right? Is what yeah, we're talking they're, about. They're an open carry state. So what, so what his question is, is what would be the repercussions if Chris moved from Kansas, which is a constitutional carry state, to Virginia, another constitutional carry state, but his driver's license is still from Kansas because he's only been in Virginia for two days and he's got his piece on his side and he gets caught. He's he's asking I you think, what I, would happen. I think it's you're right. And I think it should apply just like it, if you were to purchase a handgun there. You have to have that state ID. Now, legally, how it is now, I don't know. So until yeah. then, leave your shit at home, yeah. Chris. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't know. But I would assume you have to have that state ID for that to apply. Mm. Because, <laughs> yeah, in order for you to go buy a pistol in Virginia, you have to have a Virginia driver's license. Now, you could buy a shotgun or rifle, which is stupid. Yeah, but <laughs> but for but a you pistol. You can, can still carry that, too. But <laughs> I, I, I would assume, I don't know the laws because this doesn't happen, but I would assume you have to have that state ID for that to apply. But open carry is different. We're talking concealed carry yeah. here. Well, some of them, let's just say like I moved to Missouri then mm-hmm. since they're the same way as we are. Like if you live in that state, you don't have to have a concealed carry permit. Right. But if you, but I just moved there or here's a better one. I live straight on the line. I walk out my door. I'm in Kansas and my, my, my backyard, I'm in Missouri. At that point, you have <laughs> to have a state ID showing that you live in Whatever state, and that's the one that you can conceal carry in without a license. But I live in both states, depending on where I'm at. That's when you should get a conceal carry license because then you don't have to worry about it. But there, I just got a flash of Robin Hood men in tights. He's like, I'm on the east coast. I'm on the west coast. He's jumping back and forth over a creek. But that's how. So technically, I don't know what the repercussions are. I don't. I don't know the details, but. For the most part, if you live in Kansas, we can conceal carry without a license. Mm-hmm. But as a Kansas, you live in Kansas and you're not moving to Missouri. You just live here and you want to go to power and light. Legally, without having a concealed carry license, you cannot conceal carry in Missouri because you're not a resident of that state. Now, if you get caught and you just move there, maybe there's, they'll be like, yeah, if you go to court but prove you have a permanent residence here, you just moved, maybe you can prove that. Until Bring you, a copy of your lease. Yeah. But that's when having a concealed carry license, ha- then you don't have to worry I, about see, that. See, I look at it like just how the military orders are. It doesn't – it's not going to matter. That's how I look at it. Right. Because – Military permanent address is here in Kansas. You're making Keith drink more. You're being argumentative. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's. I'm flipping the switch and he didn't like it. <laughs> he thought he was going to reverse it on me. No, I'm just saying I don't know exactly how. Because a lot of the states say they recognize our like Kansas's concealed carry. So if we're a constitutional concealed carry. You don't have that license, though. You have to have the physical license. But where does it say that? Because if they just say that, hey, we recognize Kansas's constitutional carry. Okay, so I don't need to have anything. It, it doesn't say the constitutional carry. We rec, we they recognize the concealed carry license or permit, whatever you want to call it. If and but if some go, of them say laws. If you so go, if you if, go through the laws, this is and where this is a constitutional carry state by law. 
then this is what they teach you in the concealed carry class, Chris. Well, I'm just saying. There's, and this is why when you're the law has to be precise, and it's not <laughs> being precise. Okay, L Woods. <laughs> but all right, that that aside, what we're talking about is <laughs> what we're talking about. The main is training. Like, so if you get a concealed carry license, you have to go through training, and then you can Depending realistically carry it to other states that recognize that license. Yeah. Which I do recommend taking. That even though we live in Kansas and I can conceal carry without having that license, I recommend it because there's a lot of things you don't realize or think about that they teach you. And a lot, I was in the class with Alan and afterwards, everybody passed, but the guy's like, a lot of you, I, you need way more training. <laughs> like there, there were people like a guy got slide bite and they were struggling with the revolver and. It was bad. And it's like, yeah, that's the most basic of basic training. And a lot of people honestly don't know the basics of handguns and need that training. Like you don't want somebody that's fidgety with the gun, doesn't know how to work it, trying to, you know, protect themselves if somebody's coming at them because they don't know how to manipulate that gun. So they're going to probably miss and shoot a bystander, but they don't know that they own that bullet because they don't know the laws or you also hear a lot of people that buy a gun for self-defense and they're like, oh, I'm just going to give them a warning shot or I'm just going to shoot them in the leg. I don't want to kill them. I want to shoot them in the leg. Well, not it's better to kill them instead of give them that warning. But they don't know that. That's <laughs> where having a class that would teach you some of that stuff would I mean, be beneficial. You mean like, like my Uncle John when we went to the range with him and Aunt Sherry, which first of all, they kept fighting. Yes. Second, he did get slide bite because yeah. he does not know how to work his gun. And then also I saw his uh, magazine that he had loaded and all of the bullets were in there backwards. <laughs> so then I was sitting there trying to fix them at the range before he noticed. And I'm like, you need to go to a class. So I just a quick <laughs> Google. I Googled, can you conceal carry across state lines without a license? That is your main thing that you're asking, yeah. right? The short answer is no. You cannot carry a gun across state lot lines without the proper p permits and documentation, yeah, which is your concealed carry permit. There's your answer, buddy. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> no, and it, it is confusing because it sounds like... Yeah, because I said if they recognize yeah. Kansas law, well, Kansas law is one thing. It, it, if, you, if you go to... And when I when I used to travel a lot, I'd go to USCCA. They're like one of those um, insurance companies for gun owners. Yep. They'll pull up a map of the a map of the states that recognize a permit from like Kansas, and that you can legally Here's carry. The crazy gun. thing, but too. it says it says on that website that it, they recognize the permit because they technically wherever you get your permits, where you're living at, correct? Mm -hmm. So how is it that they're doing online courses? for concealed carry through, like, Virginia, but I live in Kansas. How is that legal? I don't know anything about that. You have never seen that? Mm -hmm. Like, you can do concealed carry online. It'll be through Virginia, though. It's another yeah. Google search for And they'll you. send it to you, your concealed carry, because you went through the class online, didn't have to go to the gun range, because in some states you don't have to shoot. But I'm not a resident in that state, but I got my permit through that state. I, I always... <laughs> Thought that the actual course you go through is the same across the board. Nope, they're different. 
Are you positive? I'm positive because I remember strictly being in Virginia, and then I wish I would. But again, done. you're also military at this point. Well, so that, but at that time, I remember my buddies like just go up there, show your military ID, pay fifty bucks, and they give it to you. You don't have to do a course because again, you're showing yeah, your military ID. You I've, have training. Well, I've from also our looked government. like I was looking at classes. Like I want to do it online. Right, because I don't want to go sit in a classroom. I'd rather do it on my own side. But you can do it online, and it'll be through another state. But that's with a military ID. You get different allowances. Well, that, I've seen like like do your online, do your concealed carry online, and they'll send you it. Alabama, none. My mouse just stopped working all of a sudden. <laughs> but because I remember when I was looking at concealed carry, down. I was looking at concealed carry classes. And I was like, I really don't want to go sit yeah, in a class. I want to do one online. Do and there was one that I could do everything online, wouldn't have to shoot, and I'd pass, but it'd be a Virginia concealed carry, which would still be good here in Kansas. But again, that's military. That, no, this is without military. This is just me looking at classes. Because I was like, I do not want to go sit in a freaking class. And I really don't want to just go shoot and waste ammo. This is when we couldn't find ammo when I was looking and I saw you do it online, and it'll be through another state that recognizes it. And then they send Personally, it. I don't think if you're going for your concealed carry permit, you do not. I don't think you should do it online. It has to be an in-person class because everybody's different, and you're going to learn. Yeah, everyone's different. I don't want to be around stupid people with stupid it questions. It sounds so boring. That's why I'm it, it, yeah. it Honestly, ask Alan. There, we were, it kept our attention because there— there's a lot of stuff that they bring up you don't realize, especially when it comes to legality of actually carrying a gun. And it depends on what state, because I think, do I think training should be mandatory to own a firearm? No, it should be highly recommended um, because there's a lot of things you don't think about. Like a lot of people think you can just do a warning shot or you can just shoot to, to your need and stop the threat. No, you're actually going to get way more... You could get in trouble depending on what state you are for doing the warning shot and just shooting to injure because at that point... You didn't, That's assault. <laughs> yeah. With a deadly and, weapon. And then you also don't realize, a lot of people don't realize, that guy you shot, he's still alive. He's going to sue you yep. and more than likely win because our justice system is fucked up. Yeah. Unless it you got, protects the criminal. Yeah, yes. Unless you are a standard ground state. And that's where it's different state by state. Yep. Uh, also, just don't shoot them in the back if they're running away. Just don't do that. And that's, yeah. That, and that's what <laughs> 10 they, out of 10. Don't recommend. That's what they teach you in the uh, Or if you do, you class. drag them back and shoot them in the front. <laughs> <laughs> it was a through and through. I don't know what yeah. you want me to say. Cover up that blood trail. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I honestly, even just going to the range and watching other people shoot, you can tell who's experienced, who's not. People are scary. Yeah. And it's like I almost... I don't think it should be mandatory, but I'm almost leaning that way because I would feel safer around somebody that at least has a little bit of experience and knows basic safety over somebody that doesn't know what the hell they're doing could accidentally hurt themselves or somebody else on accident. Yeah. Well, like his, like my mom, she doesn't hold a gun properly. She, she teacups it and she keeps her arms weak like this and then wonders why it always goes like this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's because you need to have a stronger stance. You're like you're you're teacuping it and you're keeping your arms all loosey goosey. That's why you're a terrible <laughs> shot, mom. Now I now again, going back to the training, do you guys agree with constitutional carry? Like yeah. you should not have to go to a class to be able to conceal carry a gun. 
I honestly, personally, this, I don't think so. This you is going to. I don't gonna, think you need. This is going to piss a lot of people off. I think in order to conceal carry a gun, you should go through training. I don't. I. And here's why: mm -hmm. if you have a knife in your pocket, is it concealed? Is it considered a weapon? Yep. Yeah. So then you need to have a concealed carry permit then for your knife. But because there's more ex, there's more stabbings. There are, but. I mean, there are. I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> but there's a lot more responsibility to when it comes to a gun because you can Same miss the target. Knife. You can miss the target. And you're not going to, more than likely, you're not going to miss the person you're stabbing. You're not going to accidentally stab a bystander. No, but you could stab yourself. Well, and you can do the so-called warning shot or try and more, okay, well, with a knife, if you get it just one millimeter to the left or right, like you've nicked an artery, they're going to fucking die. Yeah. Which if they're attacking you, with if they're attacking you, that's the point. Also, if you well, twist that, it, it will that, never you're heal. You're gonna be, you're gonna be in that situation. You're you're gonna be just at that point. If you don't have a gun, and that's your only weapon. You're gonna be, ah, <laughs> and you're gonna be doing twisting motion. You're gonna cause more damage and kill that person most likely. So if you don't need it for a gun, then I think you need it for a knife because it's gonna do more damage. It's gonna cause more harm. You're gonna kill someone more likely with a knife in a stabbing situation than you are shooting. So then at that point, you need it. But with the gun, the with the knife, you're sticking that person. It's not going to go through that person into another person. With the gun, if you don't have the right ammo and stuff, it's going to go through this person and then it could, probably technically, back there. If they're pregnant, it's going through someone else. But, but man, I mean, I'm just wow, you want to play is, devil's advocate. Does Cat <laughs> ever win a fight? <laughs> <laughs> no, but for the most part, let's not. You're not shooting a pregnant woman. But How do you know? If you're using She's robbing you. You're not going to shoot her? Probably not. <laughs> she comes <laughs> at you with a gun. going to blow a horn in her face. <laughs> and if I, shoot her, if I shoot a pregnant woman, it's not going to be in the belly or feed it. I'm going to shoot her in the head. <laughs> that way, you still have a little bit of time to save the baby. <laughs> but, God damn, that's like... <laughs> that, that escalated really quickly. Right. Okay. Zero to a hundred. Yeah. Like, Jesus. <laughs> but a gun... You can sometimes print when they're concealed carrying. You can't really print a knife because you could think it's a wallet. You could think it's your well, phone now. And again, if you're carrying a knife, like a pocket knife, most and people see it, it's not a big deal. But it's where people see you carrying a gun. A lot of people get freaked out. I guarantee if I carried my knife, I can get people to freak out. They get scared of the, just the sound. <laughs> okay, freaking Dundee over here. <laughs> you just sit there and walk around like this everywhere you go. You don't well, think people are going to flip out? Nobody's doing that, though. That is not concealed carrying a knife. That is brandishing I your mean, weapon. Yeah. You're walking around with a brandished weapon, which is also illegal. <laughs> this is my. You can't just apple, walk around waving eating. a fucking gun. This is my apple cutting <laughs> knife, so I can eat apples in public. This is my gun. I'm gonna poke a hole in my coke so I don't have to do the top <laughs> yeah. top thing. <laughs> no, you're not gonna walk around carrying a gun like that. That's brandishing a weapon. You can get in trouble for brandishing a knife. Yeah. The same way you can with the gun. So you're not going to... You're So you're saying that I don't need a permit even though I can do the exact same thing I can with a gun, with a knife. My question was, do you think you need training? Like, I think you need training to conceal carry a gun because you can do a lot more damage. And there's a lot more legalities with a gun, too, versus a knife because... Yeah. Yeah, what? I can do just as much damage with this with a gun. Technically not, because yeah, because most likely I could if I hit you just right, you're dead. With this, this is a lot smaller, a lot easier to conceal. 
Yeah, but it's easier to hurt another person with a gun because you don't have to get right up on them like you do with a knife. When you shoot a gun, every bullet that comes out of that gun, you you own. Mm-hmm. No matter if it hits a, the target that's threatening you or a, an innocent bystander, you own that bullet. You might not have meant to hit that pregnant woman that's in the background, but not. But then you killed technically two things. Can we stop talking about shooting <laughs> pregnant women? What is wrong with you two? I just think there's a lot more legality things that people don't think about when they're carrying a gun because – you know, yeah, you feel safer having a gun with you, especially if, like, say somebody walks into 7-Eleven and you're there and they rob the guy at the register. You know that you can protect that guy, but legally— point, if but at that it, point, you're in trouble because you're going to be shooting him in the back. Legally, if you are—and this is where training comes into play because you don't know these laws. Legally, if you your life is not in direct danger, you can't just protect that person— um, especially if it's just That's robbery perception though, depending on what they're robber they're taking too. if they're just taking something materialistic, a lot of States won't let you, it's not stand your ground at that point. If they're just taking your purse, even though they got a gun pointed to your head, you technically still can't use deadly force. Uh, if you got a gun pointed to my head and it's life or death situation. Yeah. Depending on the state. How nice though, is the purse? Because technically, knock off carry, Louis Vuitton. I don't know. Well, oh, some I of those are some of those are still a thousand bucks. That's, That's a felony. And let's be real, criminals don't care, right? They don't. But uh, I don't know. But you. But long story short, you you don't think you need it should be mandatory to nope take a course to conceal carry a gun nope because you don't need it for a knife. I don't think this went the way that Keith had envisioned. No, <laughs> We're not talking about Niza. We're talking about guns. It's a weapon. Both of them are weapons. A fucking screwdriver is a weapon. Yeah, everything's a fucking You see weapon. a construction worker carrying around a bunch of screwdrivers. Do you need yeah. a permit for that? No. Do you need a permit for a nail gun? <laughs> I mean, if you want to go there, that's considered a weapon too. And it can do just as much damage as your regular gun. <laughs> Watch your toes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you need a permit to drive a car. That's a that's a weapon, obviously. Yeah, it is when I'm behind the wheel. Yeah, <laughs> you need a permit for that. But do you need one for a bow? Do you think you need one for that? You're not concealed and carrying a bow. VR, that's impressive. <laughs> that's what I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, Marie, I'm going to defer to you. Oh no. To con- to conceal carry a gun, do you think people should go through training? Should, like, as in, in order to conceal carry this gun, you have to go through training. And once you complete that training, you know, your, the basic training, you can then conceal carry a gun. For concealed? Yes. Because I don't want just any Joe Schmo freaking idiot off the streets having one in his, you know, in his pants. And then, you know, just popping off or anything like that. So I think if you're going to conceal it and carry it, Appropriately, yes, I think that you should absolutely have training and a permit. And in open concealment, um, well, as long as I can see it and you're not pointing at me, more how's that any different though? One is concealed and one is visible. So you feel safer that you can see that he has a gun. Well, yeah, because if I walk into Quick Trip and some idiot has a gun and it makes me uncomfortable, I can leave. I mean, he might he might be the most qualified guy to have a gun. Well, good for him. 
but if you see me hiding behind the taquitos, leave me alone. I I kind of disagree with, I don't like open carrying just because it brings a lot of unwanted attention like well, that. It does. People and, are going to uh, stare. Yeah, they are. But if but, it makes you uncomfortable, you can leave the premises until you see that person leave, and then you can go back in. I, w- I would think that, you know, to, to basically carry a gun on your person, it would make reasonable sense for that person to go through some sort of at least basic training. Well, then you should have rephrased your question to any kind of carrying. Instead, yeah. you said concealed. And that's that's what it is. Uh, a lot of states right now, you can open carry and not have a permit, too. Yeah. Right. Which I don't know what the difference is. I mean, it's stupid. One is hiding. One is out for you to see. But just because you can see one and hide concealed. one. Concealed. Visible. Right, but just because you can see it and not see it isn't going to affect that guy's ability. Because I know I've been in places before. People are concealing, but they got a fucking thirty-three fucking it's mag, like and it's out sticking out of their sweatpants or whatnot. And like, oh, oh that's real concealable. <laughs> then then the gray sweatpants and girls can go grab that right now. So you think there's a difference between open and, and concealed carry as far as how safe you feel? I don't see a difference. Like, because I can still carry if you're doing it properly, no one will know. And that's, that's your goal. Is yeah. You don't want it to be printed. You don't want people knowing. But if you're going to hide it somewhere on your body, I would prefer that you have the proper training. Whereas if I see you and I see that you have a gun out on your belt or something like that, I might just keep an eye on you while I'm wherever I am. Even if that guy might be freaking Chris Kyle or something like that. Oh, well, that movie <laughs> was bullshit. Okay, and everybody about- knows it. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Well, it was. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's just kind of funny that to conceal carry, that to conceal carry a weapon, you technically need a permit, but sometimes to open carry, you, you don't. don't. One, which again, I don't recommend open carry because it brings unwanted attention. And then if you're not paying attention, somebody could come up and grab it a lot easier. And it's just, it's just not. A good it's situation. messy either yeah. way. Like it just is. But I would hope anybody who is you know, high needed it on their person to where I can't see it. They they are trained and are a responsible citizen, you know? Yeah. Also, though, before you went through your ladies-only course, you wouldn't even touch a gun. Like, because yeah. you, you didn't know how to safely operate one. Well, no, that's because ignorance is bliss and you can you can kill somebody, as we've talked about multiple right. times yeah. tonight. So no, just mainly one. pregnant lady, <laughs> Chris. Jesus, way to go dark. I am just bringing up a point. Playing you devil's started advocate. it. Yep. Devil's you said advocate. if it's a pregnant lady, I'm gonna shoot her in the head. Your words, not mine, not his. <laughs> no, he brought up the pregnant lady with because you said you couldn't kill more than one person with a knife. <laughs> and then, and then I brought if she's pregnant. You and then I at least did the nice thing and said I'm gonna shoot her in the head instead of the belly. That way you can at least save the baby. <laughs> We're gonna get canceled after this. <laughs> You're going to get all the YouTube things, ain't uh, right. You're banned for. Right. But whether or not you think <laughs> training should be mandatory, there are a lot more people that are taking up arms, especially in these Democratic run states that have the. the Crime and, problems. Yeah. Um, <laughs> especially like New York. A lot of the Bodega owners are starting to actually shoot, Good. you know, be able to carry a gun and then shoot these people that are taken in. And then especially with L.A., a lot. You see a lot of more break-ins, even with people home, with or without firearms are breaking in. And you saw a couple articles recently where the guy, the homeowner, had a gun, shot the three assailants, killed like two of them or something like that. 
Guy still got arrested. That's a whole long different story. But now that the criminals got comfortable and there wasn't a lot of risk to robbing somebody, now that more Americans are taking up arms, there is a higher risk for those mm-hmm. robbers that now they have to weigh that. Like, hey, wow. is it worth now breaking into this house because that guy may or may not have a gun and could kill me? It's a good thing. That is a good thing. Like, But something else to consider is, is the more you change mm-hmm. the laws and the more difficult you make it for citizens to rightfully have guns, it's always easy for the criminals to get them. So if you're making it harder for the good guys to possess the weapons, I mean, you're just asking for chaos because criminals are going to get them no matter what. I'm going to take a clip of that and send that to Governor Newsom over there in California. Hmm. Do it. I don't like that state. They have really legit Mexican food, but I don't like that state. (laughs) This this is where a lot of the problem is, and a lot of the videos you're seeing, California just has the state's really hard to get a gun. New York, mostly in the city, but the state too. Yeah. Oh, defund the police. Defund the police. Well, it's starting to kind of buy everybody in in the ass. And then California with the whole, you know, $900 Go figure thing. People are getting, Mm. like... Us law-abiding citizens are getting sick of it, and we're gonna we're gonna take action. I guarantee, if you send all the criminals right now that we have in America over to the Middle East, they won't become criminals ever again. Yeah, right. They're gonna get their hands cut off. And yep, all that exactly. Shit. Hmm? There's consequence, and those consequences are life changing. And then here, it's like, oh, how much was that purse? Yeah, seven hundred dollars. Eh, you know what? You're not worth our time. <laughs> that's or, a problem. Or we arrest we, them and we give them, yeah. you know, three squares a day. They get better health care than what yeah. we can afford and it's all done on our tax dollars yeah. and that delight they got to pay rent after they're done if they ever get out but but still i think that they need to realize that if i break in this house this could be life-changing or i could not walk out of here alive yeah and that's how it should be that's why we should get rid of gun-free zones because then that gets rid of that mentality i can just go shoot up wherever i want and how many I want, and not have any consequences. Because now you're going to be like, oh, shit, uh, do I really want to do this? You're going to really start second-guessing yourself. I mean. Yeah, and that's what's starting to happen. It's yeah, A lot of these guys are now starting to meet resistance in areas where it was free game. Yep. And now I think it's going to start, because you don't know who has a gun, Yeah, which is how it should be. I think it, you should have that mindset. We should be able to own guns as civilians because then that deters a lot of crime because it's like well this person may or may not have a gun is the risk worth the reward i tell you what you break into this house i feel sorry for you yeah <laughs> yeah you we don't have kids TikTok? so we don't have to store s- stuff in safes yeah no. you ever seen that tiktok where it's like how do you know what type of person you are <laughs> and it's like one guy goes i know i can get off with a rape charge and <laughs> a murder charge oh. faster <laughs> And everyone's like, what? I don't understand (laughs) that one. You break in, you rape the person that breaks in instead of shooting and killing them. (laughs) Jesus. And they're like, that's how fucked up I am in the head. (laughs) Well, they came in, I just had my way with them. Yeah. Jesus. Only had to do two years instead of 10. (laughs) (laughs) That'll learn you. Yep. (laughs) You'll be shitting pancakes. (laughs) (laughs) Can't let the ping pong paddle the same way anymore. (laughs) (laughs) 
There's that loud cackle. <laughs> you asked for this. <laughs> yep. You were literally like, hey, you want to come and do this, right? I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then he comes back in like 10 minutes later and he's like, so? I'm like, <laughs> well, you're yeah. like, I don't know, maybe. And I'm like, well, I need to know because I got to sit up for a third person. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I just think guns generally are looked at and should be looked at different than a knife. I don't. Because you can. They're still a deadly weapon. They are. But you There's can, more people either way you kill by it. knives yearly basis than guns. Yeah, usually in the in the areas where it's illegal to own a gun or guns. Even before all that, get knives of knives and have been the number one for most killings and murders in the U.S. But if you they have, were also around before guns, think about it: knives, yeah. swords, right. all that. Other yeah. Guns just made it easier to kill faster and more people mm-hmm. at, in one setting than a knife because it's going to take you. But not, usually, like a lot of the. I mean, people, you gotta be in some good people, physical shape to go on a mass killing are, yeah, with a knife. People that are most of the killings though that have <laughs> like my arm is starting to get tired. I can't. I can't. But most people that are in <laughs> pew, 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 pew. It's a lot different. It's than, mostly a confrontational <laughs> issue though. Majority of the time, people are getting murdered. It's one on one. What didn't you tell me that the the police forces are having to get rid of like their rifles and stuff like that because of the new people coming in can't even do like a push up, so they can't. So I use these I, shotguns um, and stuff, and I'm like, what? So that means I can be a police officer. I, I can had, at least do one. I had up. somebody from law enforcement of a local city that big dude, big dude. Uh, he he said because a lot of a lot of police departments carry pistols. We were talking about the guns that they carry and are issued pistols and then the uh, rifles. But then we were talking about shotguns. They because uh, I'm like, what do you guys carry? Like the Mossberg 590s? And I'm like, no, the uh, Remington 870s. But he said. They're actually going to have to, at least our city department, I don't know if if it's statewide or whatever, but they're actually going to have to remove the shotguns from their arsenal, basically, because when you go through training to be a cop, you have to be proficient in whatever gun. Yep. The new recruits, because every we are raising a bunch of pussies. <laughs> snowflakes. Like, like, no, Wait, like snowflakes. Cream, cream puffs. Yeah. We're raising a bunch of pussies that... And the guy's like, the guy, It's he said it's scary because they, it's not, I'm like, well, what ammo are you guys using? Reduced recoil. They're not using slugs or anything like that, but they physically cannot hold up the shotgun. What a bunch of pussies. Yeah. A shotgun is not that, first of all, if you're going to be a cop, you got to be, you know, pretty strong. I would hope. Me. Probably have to do some type of physical and I'm like, and he's readiness like, test. And to when you said we're getting rid of them because they can't do it through qualifications, I'm like, well, is it because of the ammo? Because recoil, you know, shotgun recoil is a lot different than like an AR. You do feel it a little bit. I remember like, when no, it hurts. It's because of the weight of the gun. They physically don't have the strength. I remember when I did my shotgun qual, I had to do a hip fire. It wasn't shoulder, it was hip fire. Ooh. So you had to sit down here with your shot Mossberg and. No, this this is physical, like actual. How yeah. you hold it? He's like the guys cannot hold it long enough to do however many. It's not even a lot of like different rounds of dance. Yeah, it's probably like three rounds or whatever can yeah. hold. He's like these guys can't even do push-ups anymore, and the fact that they're going to be cops to come save our lives that you can't even hold up a freaking shotgun makes me feel real awesome, like real safe. I mean, all I got to do is do a quick sprint. and I could probably get away. Holy and this shit. is why I've never <clears throat> told you. You, I've never said. You can't buy any more guns. Just keep buying them. I mean, you can hold up a freaking shotgun. Yes, I can. No, I don't know how many back-to-back shots you can do with it, but... We went skeet shooting, and I think I did, like, four. 
I had a huge bruise right here afterward, <laughs> but right. I think I did like four. But I mean, that's scary. And that was my first time doing it. Well, they've also... Between like, the defund mm. the police and now the people that are becoming police officers well, aren't strong enough. Here's even, even scarier, the military. What they're same doing. thing, right? Yeah, they're getting like rid of a lot of their tests and changing the test. And now they have like stress cards and, oh, you can't scream at me anymore. Oh, because this, them, and they want to be able to... Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. What I would love to do, what I would love to do is is have Chris on here and then have somebody that is completely anti-gun and then I want to be the moderator and the person asking the questions oh, and let them go Do we it. know anybody anti-gun? Yeah, just, well, family, but I don't want to bring that. Your, your brother's pro-gun. Oh, Zach, Zach isn't, though. He is and he isn't. Yeah. He thinks that I don't you should think- have training to own a gun. Okay, well that's which, fair. Which I, you know, I, like I said, I, I think you should. And that you should training. be. You have to have it in a safe, is what his whole thing is. But I don't think you should have to have it in a safe. I think the only reason I think for safe is for kids. That's the well, only reason. If I yeah. didn't have any kids, they would probably be out spread throughout the house. Well, I mean, we're up on a wall, right? We're up on a wall. It's like okay, so you have to you have to have it in a safe. Okay, let's say he and I are sleeping and the dogs are going nuts. Somebody's breaking the house. Be like, hold on, Mister Robber Murderer Man. Let me get this out of the safe. Well, I got one right in the bedside. So, all right, let me ask you this. Said we. Yeah. So it's in a safe, but I just and he also sleeps closer to the door. So you know, I'm just gonna drop and hit the deck. My thing is, I'll hear like a pin drop and I'll be up. That's the problem. He doesn't sleep, so it's great. Yeah. (laughs) A tornado could hit the house. Be like, what happened? Why's the roof gone? Let me ask you this. All right, so there's all this federal and statewide gun ban stuff that they're trying to ban, right? So let's say for some reason that they would come to a consensus that, hey, we won't pass. We'll keep it as is, you know, versus, you know, California. We'll throw them out there. But it, like in Kansas, you can own a gun if you can pass a background check and all that stuff. We won't try and ban AR-15s, AK-47s. We're not going to limit your magazine um, amount, stuff like that. Like you can leave. If you can own a gun, you can, you're allowed to own a gun unless you commit a crime, stuff like that. And we won't try to make new rules to change that. But caveat is you have to go through a mandatory mandatory training course to own the guns that you have. Just a one-time thing, not a reoccurring thing, but you, in order to not fuck with your rights anymore, they would agree, but you have to take a course. If it was... Mandatory, but I never had to re-up anything ever, ever again. Never had to get a new conceal and carry license. Like, and, you then you, and you never have to years. worry about them changing the laws because they're like, all right. You get grandfathered into something? Mm-hmm. If, I, would, if, I would do that If for day. some reason the Democrats, which they would never do, but they're like, okay, well, we're going to recognize mm-hmm. the Second Amendment. What training is it? Let's just Does say it's military like training a, previous. No, let's just count? say it's, it's basic it's basic training to basic safety training, really. Like you have to, you go through a course. Let's just con, like your concealed carry course. Like when you have to sit in the class, you have certified trainers that have gone through whatever they have to go to. And then you have to take a written test and a shooting test, which is going to be pretty simple because the those tests are really easy in the concealed carry course. Does that mean everyone? That means police, military, Anyone that has it for their job has to do the same thing. 
Well, yeah, you have to go through qualifications to be a police officer and in the military. Yeah, but qualifications. So this is just like straight across the board. Literally let's just everybody. say let's just say civilians, <sighs> because there's different qualifications you have to go through to be police and military. But let's just say civilian wise. Is it for you can get concealed carry at any point? Doesn't matter anymore if you got it. Is this just to own a gun? I would say just to own a gun. No. Because I, each state, because this is at, let's say this is at a federal level, and then each state. You know what the federal level says? That you're a tyrannical government and now I can yeah. overthrow you. But let's say they're ne- not going to come after our guns. They're not going to try and ban any more guns. They're not going to try and limit your magazines at a federal level. States are still can do whatever, but. The federal level, they're no. not going to try no, because of states. So you would you would not because the state can still come up with their own laws. But now, I understand the federal. Okay, federal. But do you succeed, think states, but if it's at a state? But do you level, think states seeing that the federal government is like, no. hey, we're not going to change anything if you take this course? Maybe a lot more states would be like, hey, okay. No. That's why I said, mm. are you being grandfathered in, like, to wait? Mm. Things are as they are. It doesn't matter what federal does. Doesn't matter what your state changes. Like, you are grandfathered in. Because on what the yeah. laws were when you took that mandatory test. Because the state could come back later and be like, oh, you can't have that. And that's the that's the risk you gotta take. Because no. Because now you're taking because ha- now you're taking away your right. But each state has a, each state American has a different citizen. constitution. There's nothing we can do about that. Each state has a different constitution. Each no. state has different laws on liquor. We can't control that. I still have my constitution and that's what the laws abide by. Right. But I'm saying instead of having Joe Biden and every democratic government or uh, president come in and try and ban. You know what to do? If they're trying to ban and take away your rights, you overthrow them. And guess what? You overthrow them and get you really think these... you're going to throw overthrow the government? Yeah, I mean, I look at look what that. we did on January. Pelosi's 2nd. old as shit. Right? I could take her. A lot but, of these guys, they flip out if you even storm the freaking capital anymore. <laughs> you think you can't storm and take over the government? I, I highly doubt we're going to do because well, nobody wants done those repercussions. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Uh, I'm just Again, saying. We have if the government op- gets bad enough, people are finally going to lose their shit, and it'll be bad. No, I don't think so. I think I people do. talk to talk, but they're not going to walk the walk. I don't. I do. It's like all the celebrities saying that what? they were going to move to Canada after yeah. Trump got. Yeah. You know. I I think people say I'm going to die with a rifle in my hand. Come and take it. No, I I honestly think that's not the truth. You you may think so in your head, but when you're faced with there's two ten many. years in prison. Or just give me your gun. You're going to give them your gun because you're not no. going to risk. I've, I, I, I think, think so. a lot of people are going to puss out. Nope. What about you? You know, I would honestly, <laughs> if I got. Because he's got all the come and take it. And, la, 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 and then it's like, they're like, well, <clears throat> Keith. Because here's the thing. There's a lot more of us than there are. If and they need to, they don't, they try to play that there's more of them than us and reverse it with media and everything. If shit hit the fan, like shit really hit the fan. Mm, you're not going to overthrow the U.S. citizens. Sorry. We've got more weapons Depending than you do in the military. Depending on how bad shit hit the fan. But say, yeah, I don't know. But as a, at a federal level, if they're like... if No, because at a state level, they can still change it. I'm not going to take that risk. Because at the federal level right now... But then I'm you never have to, right to worry about arms. another Joe Biden or Bill Clinton doing an assault weapons ban ever no, again. you just got to worry about them starting to implicate all the states. <laughs> I wanted to get out of the range right? of that finger. No, but... Out of so all you the would, states. You now would, you got to worry about the Democrats coming in and taking over take every a, just 50 take, states and taking over that way and then having control over you. Just a simple training class you would not <laughs> agree to <laughs> for no, them to stop you, banning he's weapons. He's the guy who was in he's, the military he's some, Yeah. 
That's the thing. Like you have, but a lot of citizens but, haven't been in the military. Okay, at a federal level, but we still have state level. Right. So okay, fine. We did it at a federal level. Now the Democrats took over every state, and they're in charge of the state. But what are you going to do? Do I need to leave you two? How do you know? How do you know it's not going to happen? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Trump what, what was supposed say? to win the what last did, election. What you, what's your answer? On the whole posed question that you had before, this yeah. completely hypothetical thing about having to take a one class one time for certification being grandfathered in and the state's laws and federal laws don't matter. Well, blah, 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 blah. the state laws we can't control. Let's say states are still free to write their own gun laws. But at a federal level, you cannot have a president come in and try to convince Congress to ban guns and, and all this stuff. It is what it is. The Constitution's free. You can own any type of gun. You know, you're still gonna. You still can't own like <laughs> full auto stuff like that. It, it it is as it is. A Tommy gun, <laughs> right? So you know, I agree. You shouldn't own a full auto. I mean, you should, but you should go through all the stuff you have to. But they're not going to be like, oh, we're going to try and ban semi-automatic weapons, like they keep trying to. If we're I not- only had to do it one time. Mm-hmm. One time, a, and I never had to pay anything to reinstate it or keep it up or anything like you have to do with your concealing carry. Yeah, I'd take the damn class. I just think to that keep would, all my laws the same and blah, 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 except for unless the state wants to come in and change it. But I mean, I mean you can always change. I mean, look states. at Mass. They just wrote what fifty six different you new can laws change against states. You can outvote that governor governor a little you bit easier hope than you can. Mama. Yeah, you can. You better hope you can. But at a federal level, you wouldn't take that agreement. No. I would. Because they're the ones that always keep trying to pass these laws. They're the ones that are controlling the ATF. Try anything once. Yeah. All you have to do is take one little course, and then no. at a federal level, all this goes away. It's not going to go away because then it's going to be on the state. This was a hypothetical <laughs> question, Chris. Oh, hypothetically, the but states still have control. Most of the Midwest, Midwest states. Yeah, but look at last election. We were almost blue because of the population. We are, we are, we are, we are a blue state, buddy. <laughs> our governor's Democratic. Yeah, but I'm talking like... <laughs> If all the states go blue, they're not going to go all blue at you once. You can't say they can't because they can. But you still get governors. Hypothetically, they could. You get states that are blue, but they're still gun friendly. We have a Democratic governor and we have open uh, concealed carry without a permit. Yeah, like, but they want to give us a butt-ass ugly license plate. Yeah, they do. But if they, let's say she changes it, like, uh, no, no more concealed carry, uh, but they no more open that. carry, what and we're going to limit you on 10-round magazines. And you vote No. Keith, I don't think you're going to get the answer you want to this podcast. <laughs> it's funny that he won't agree with that because it's no. like. Because they're still infringing on your Second Amendment. But you knew that bringing him on with this but topic. Not a, like, but not on a federal level, though. You never yes, have you to worry about you're another president. going to have to worry. Because what does a lot of these Democrats want? They want control. History repeats itself. They want control. And if they can't get control, hey, Chris, they're going to find a way to get control. You can make your own suppressor at a state level. Have you made your own suppressor? No. Why not? It's it's because, legal at a state level. Yeah, but the federal could still get F- you. You don't know who federal. Feds. You don't know who the federal. But it's legal at a state level, so why not yeah. do it? <laughs> I don't know. Why haven't you done it yet? Because I have ones that are legal. Why don't you make one? Because I'm lazy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather an actual suppressor than a homemade one, personally. But you're allowing. That's a big risk to take. Not really. Yeah, it really is. The feds will never come after your guns again. The feds. Okay, but you still have local. You have the state. Y'all are going to give me a headache. <laughs> the federal government could still have the military at a state level come in and declare it as a national disaster and take over. And then guess who's in control? Federal government. Here, turn in your guns. We won't do anything to you. 
As long as you do what we say, nothing's going to happen. I just think trust the government. I just think if I can take one super easy training course and and I know the federal government. So what is the repercussions if they break that? Who, the federal government? Yep. Jelly of the Month Club. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. You write something into where they can't break it. Okay, and they, they're going to try. They're going to try to find loopholes around it. Well, you, that no, was back in two thousand. We're now in twenty five hundred. Hypothetically, there's no way to break it at a federal level. There's they write it to where there's no way to break it. It is ironclad. Yes. Mm. And then yes, you still have to worry about the states, but we're in the Midwest. More than likely, not going to have to worry about that. But you, the big thing is always the feds, and then the feds kind of. Influence the state. Oh, so look at the state. What if we start turning into California? No, thank you. Then vote correctly. Well, or move to a different state. You keep I saying would move that. countries <laughs> if everyone turned into California and be like, Bye. right. But that's the thing you got to worry about. You don't have control because you now. Yes, you do. It's nope. called voting. Yeah, but, vote correctly. Okay. You, gonna, can, you can say that, but look at the last election. You know that there's way to manipulate does not things count that much. Plus. <laughs> They're but like, every gonna, vote counts. We're going to do this, all right. Mm. Are the borders secure? That's another factor you got to take into. Because now you're allowing people in that you don't have documentation for. And now they're all of a sudden citizens of the United States and can vote. So you can't really persuade them because the federal government's helping them and paying them and giving them everything they want. But the federal government's never going to come after your guns again to take one simple class. No, but they could. Persuade these, hey, go here. We'll give you $100,000 live in Kansas. I want you to vote Democratic and vote everything for gun policy. There's the loopholes to everything. But, <laughs> but at its simplest form, you would not do that. No. All right. That's – that's Because uh, you're now having to trust the state-level government. You're which, still having to trust the government. Which most states, for the most part – Most part. But look what – Things change. California and New York and all those. It's all going to come down to borders. If we got our borders secure, no one's coming in. Fine. Yeah, I'll do it. That means no one's coming in. Because they can persuade and change things locally. All right. There you go. I mean, I would do it. I'm just saying. At a federal level, you don't have to worry about it because that's what we're always worried about. At a federal level, yeah. I would do it, but that's because I also like to be left alone. It's kind of like getting the COVID shot. I did it so we'd be left alone when we traveled. It's easier to fight the state than the feds. Just saying. Until they find a loophole and they're like, oh. Uh, you can't find a loophole. You can't. Oh, the system. The sy- There's no loophole in his hypothetical yeah. class. The system, exactly. the system crashed. Fire. We don't know that you took that training. It got hacked and you're now removed from that system. You're now not covered. What are you going to do? So you take another fucking class. <laughs> but you only know. had to take, you told me I only had to take it one time and I already took it. Oh my God. So you take another one. You sit down there for eight hours. Is hey, that a big deal? Keith, I don't, I don't think you're going to get the resolution <laughs> no. on right. this podcast that you wanted. <clears throat> no. <laughs> like, he is setting his ways and won't budge. No. It's like cement over here. Right. He would be a terrible politician. Everybody would hate him. Yeah, they would. Because it's my way or the fucking highway at that point. That's why I asked earlier. I'm like, does Cat ever win a fight? Uh, sometimes. Yes, he probably wins them all. Because I'm an asshole. <laughs> all right. Anything else to add? Any hypotheticals you want to ask? <laughs> I don't know if I have 
the room in my brain for another one of y'all's hypotheticals, <laughs> okay? Because you've been working on giving me Because hypothetically, headache. it can't change, supposedly, <laughs> even though it's a hypothetical. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> if you guys got through it this long, I don't know if I would have, but if you guys listened to this whole episode, uh, let I us know. I wanted to leave 15 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> let us know your thoughts on if you think um, it should be – if. It should be mandatory to, what did I say? Initially, concealed carry again was an initial topic. I don't know. You better, I don't know. You better come up with it, though. Let us know what you guys think of <laughs> anything, honestly, at this point. I forgot what our initial topic was at this point. I think it was oh, uh, it, a, a mandatory training for anybody who wanted to have a conceal and carry, which then you backtrack. Yep. No. So the title of this episode is going to be. What he did. The title of this episode is going to be, uh, should it be mandatory to take training to own a firearm and that's to own a firearm i was about to say because at first it was conceal and now you're back no i i meant that and then we got in a concealed carry because you have to actually take a concealed carry course to get a concealed carry permit yeah unless you live in a state that doesn't recognize it but then you can't cross state lines unless you have that permit so supposedly yes no that is rock solid (laughs) uh until the federal government changes it and the state doesn't (laughs) I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna walk into Quick Trip with my gun not concealed and be like, hey, these uh these steak and cheese taquitos right here, are those ready? <laughs> these better not be orange chicken and they better be buffalo chicken. Uh, I had to sign off for you last time and it was super I awkward. Totally and botched, I couldn't remember. I totally botched it because I'm like, Chris says all this stuff and I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I said the tactical wall stuff and then I'm like, subscribe all those things whatever chris says and then she goes have a good one like, hey you got that one right did he send you the spoof i sent of him doing an unboxing video no I'll we'll talk about that but uh if you guys like the uh cool tactical walls behind us check out tacticalwalls.com they have a bunch of stuff not only these modular wall panels but also a bunch of different cool concealed furniture for your bedrooms office living rooms wherever basement if you garage. put that in our bedroom i would kill you they so have, do you need a permit to conceal carry in your house? Do you think that should be a thing? We're not <laughs> opening another can of worms, Christopher. Your, your spouse has to sign off on it, too. <laughs> <laughs> but check out TacticalWalls.com for 10% off using coupon code BST10. And with all that fun stuff, Chris, what do you got to say? Remember, this is a YouTube podcast. Remember to like, subscribe, and tickle that bell. If you're listening on any other platforms, please hit that follow button. And with that one, have a good one. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs>